What's going on, guys? I'm Alex. Welcome to another episode of the BSR Show. We are the Black Series Rebels. With me, as always, is my boy, Stephen Ellis. Hey, Alex. How you doing? And back at it in the nerd cave, you know we got two-time NBA champion, MLB champion, Cisco Kid in the house. The two-time. Dude, it's so good to be (laughs) back in here. It feels like it's been weeks and it's only been like a week that I haven't been with you guys, but it feels like it's been forever. Why? Is any, did anything happen last yeah, week we that made anything? the week slow down? Yeah, like a, a year passed in the last week. <laughs> <laughs> November's been the longest decade of my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Cisco, what have you been up to besides glued to cable news? <laughs> oh, man. Well, I had my birthday on Saturday, which was Happy a lot of fun. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Thanks, Thanks. It was really mellow, but got to sp- hang out with uh, my family, my wife's family, and then just uh, the four of us on Sunday on my actual birthday. And it was really, really nice. So um, very, very lucky and blessed to uh, be surrounded by the people that I i have with i I am and uh yeah it was it was cool man it was a lot of fun tight how you doing steve-o i'm good i'm glad cisco's back we missed you buddy (laughs) i missed you guys too man seriously not i'm not joking when i say that (laughs) it's weird like you know i'm just not seeing any friends (laughs) so it's like it sounds dumb but recording this podcast is like i i woke up uh not woke up today but around like three o'clock, I got one of those like ocular migraines, which is what I don't know if you guys have ever gotten one where like you get the halo in your eye. Yep. And I was like, ah, fuck, I'm going to just be miserable until we do the show. But I was like, Sarah's like, well, why don't you take the show? I'm like, no, no, <laughs> just like, you know, like, I'm not, I'm not missing the podcast. Don't it's like, you, I, don't you take I this need away it. From me. Don't you take this yeah. from me? Like yeah. eyes bleeding, <laughs> like heads swelling to Ken Griffey size in the Simpsons. Just yes. like, just like, no, I'm good. I'm good. What was it that made him do it? Was it like a soda that he kept on It was drinking? a tonic. A tonic, that's right. It was a tonic that helps that's your right. brain, and it made his head like swell. Oh, like the song at the end of that episode is my favorite thing. Oh, yeah. that That's a great episode of The Simpsons. Yeah, things have been good this week. Uh, obviously, we recorded with uh, Mav on, was that Monday, Steve? Yeah, yeah, it was Monday. Wow, that was only two days ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mav rules, man. Yeah, it was, was fun. It was fun to have. I really enjoyed that episode. And I know I wasn't there to to be with you guys during that, but I listened to it and I really, really enjoyed her and your guys' banter was really great. And uh, I do honestly think that uh, Alex should try out uh, stand-up. <laughs> I tell you what, it, it, if, if clubs open back up, maybe we can do a special where I like develop material for like <laughs> two weeks and we, we follow me and I, and I give stand up a try green. Uh, I yeah, green light man. This. I know you, everybody agree. Everyone's green light that I've only got one joke, which is so, um, so like it's totally normal, right? That Han Solo pops up into your head while you're having sex with your wife. That's a normal, that's a normal behavior, right? Like that, like, I already got a joke. That's a normal thing, right? Is there, or is it just me? Eh, adjust tie. Adjust Dude, tie. you will you will sell out flappers for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we don't do flappers anymore. <laughs> flappers doesn't BSR stop fucking with flappers 
Oh, man, that live show where they busted out the prohibition music, I was like, ah, nah, that's going to be a no from me. I was like, you managed to make Zoom feel lame? <laughs> like, oh, man, I'm good. Uh, yeah, it's been a uh, an interesting couple of days. Like I said, I've had this massive headache, so bear with me as we um, kind of kind of get through the news here. But I feel like we've got some fun stuff to talk about this week. So, hey, Steve. Uh, yeah, Alex? Man, what's going on this week in rad news? OMG, Steve, what's going on this week in rad news? Bear with me. I uh, Not only is it rad, but it's probably going to be a little weird for uh, a BSR episode, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. Let's start off with something we all love. You guys love Pixar. No, it's the month of November. What it is. You- the, Pixar owns this month. Like, I don't know about you guys, but it was like a family tradition to like, Go check out the next like Disney movie or Pixar movie like Thanksgiving night. Um, oh, I definitely fuck with that evil baby shit. Always. <laughs> um. So Disney Plus, we've got a new sort of documentary series coming to Disney Plus on. Well, t- we're recording this. This is going to air on the thing. So, uh, tomorrow, uh, November thirteenth, uh, technically when this is airing, um. It's called Inside Pixar, and it is made up of four collections that will be released individually, and each collection consists of five short stories that revolve around a different central theme. The first collection's theme is Inspired, which explores what sparks inspiration and the journey from idea to execution. Uh, basically, behind the scenes of working at Pixar. Um, oh, I'm going to watch the shit out of that over um, and over tra- and over I mean, I'm not going to lie. You know what? It's weird. I watched the trailer. And the trailer starts off with like the person in like the office kitchen pouring the cereal and the milk, like pouring their coffee. And it, it made me miss being in an office. Oh, I want that so bad. Did I ever tell you guys the story of touring Pixar? Yeah, you did. Getting getting a tour from a guy that we knew that a guy that we know that works there. No, nah, man, I don't fuck around with no baby <laughs> shit like Pixar. I don't do no collab, man. Satan all day. That's an inside joke for people that are listening at home. If you know, rules. you know. If you know, you know. Pixar is yeah, fucking impressive. That's all I got to say, man. I, yeah. Without getting too deep into it, the campus is ph- phenomenal, dude. And um, the bennies from working there are just <laughs> next level. So it was, it was a rad experience being able to go and see kind of behind the scenes and get a little peek. And uh, I think this sounds really cool. I think that this is going to be probably the first documentary. I haven't watched any of the documentaries on, on Disney plus yet. And I've been meaning to for a while, but this will be, I think the first one that I'm really going to be super into watching. Oh man. The Imagineering docs really did well done. It's really, I really want to watch that. I, 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 we've talked about how my uncle is an Imagineer yeah. and I just haven't gotten a chance to watch it. And, um, all the other ones, the, like behind the, the, like star Wars behind the scenes ones yeah. stuff like that. So I just haven't, I, um, I, I have to be in a very particular mood to watch BTS stuff. I have to be feeling very, very, very creative. Uh, And I usually, I really get a kick out of tuning into that stuff, but I have a feeling I'm going to be not wanting to watch it because of quarantine. Like it's good. It might, it might trigger me in a negative, a negative way, just because that's what I love about this business is the like, the collaboration, the going to a, like it for me, when, when you desperately want to work in this business and you get a job where you get to go to those places and do it, oh, it's just the best. 
like to go from like right now I'm recording in my office. I do almost, especially now in COVID, I do a hundred percent of my work here, but when I'm freelancing and I get a gig, like when you and I were on PUBG, Steve, I love that. I love like waking up and going to an office. Cause as a freelancer, you don't really get to experience that a lot. So, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I understand there's people at home that are like, dude, shut up. I would love to freelance and just get to do whatever I want all day. But there is a joy in the like pouring the cereal in the break room. And when I, when I was in development at Disney, when my show was there, there was one day where they thought it was so funny because Cody and I were so fucking hyped on the break room. (laughs) Like they had never seen anything like it. We were like, yeah, we like fucking poured cereal got some candy like you guys can if you want you can just you work here you can come in whenever you want they were they thought it was so funny that we were so excited about the break room (laughs) like we just sat in there for hours dude i was the person one of my first jobs in los angeles was at the cartoon network in burbank and it's like a three-story office building and i was the guy that was in charge of like keeping those like kitchens and areas clean and stocked and if if at Cartoon Network, each floor had two two animated series on each floor and there was a center kitchen in the center and there was a ton of like 80 style arcade games, stand up arcade games, like everything you can think of on the health side of snacks and then everything you can think of, anything you can think of in terms of unhealthy snacks from breakfast to dessert you name yeah they're trying to get you to work from 9 to 12 30 at night and i remember i'm like loading this shit up and i'm saying to the guy i'm like i can't believe that like we're in los angeles i can't believe they eat this stuff like i eat this stuff in in quiet by myself hidden but like yeah this is so weird to be in los angeles and they were like well you got to think about the they want their artists and their creatives to be in the mindset of their audience anyways this was nuts on every floor, and it was like Willy Wonka to me. I can only imagine what Pixar is like, if that's what Cartoon yeah, Network I mean, it's, was. It's it's like they make it exactly like what Alex just said. They make it so that you don't want to leave or don't have to leave. You know what I mean? Like as a matter of fact, there there are uh, animators and um, artists that work there who have their offices kitted out where they just don't leave. You know what I mean? They have beds in there or, or, uh, couches that fold out into beds. They have onsite, um, laundromat and cleaners. They just, you know, if you have to stay, which a lot of them do when it's crunch time, you just have to stay like days in a row. They make it very easy for you to just live there. You know what I mean? And, and they provide you with any kind of food you need 24 seven free of charge for anybody that works there. Um, it's nuts. Steve knows that I pride myself on being as unhealthy as possible when I'm in a creative flow. Like he'll be like, bro, you have to eat lunch. And I'm like, I don't need to eat for six days. Like watch me do this. I can, I can, I can, I can stare at this final draft document for, for six hours and not easy. Steve will be like, but when I need, but when I need to come to you and I need to get something and you're like famished and you're creative, <laughs> you're creatively spent and you're physically spent and famished. It's like, you're, you're of no use to me. So eat something for crying out loud, take no, an I hour like, and leave it's better that the, way. The, the, the like raccoon eyes. Yes. Oh, he's, he's just, just like, yeah. A yeah. Zombie. <laughs> yeah. I love it. He's like, it's fine. I, I would have a bag of Doritos. It's cool. No, it's not cool. Eat some I goddamn abs- protein. 
Yeah, no, it really is like, no, it's all good, man. I had some wintergreen lifesavers and some Chex Mix. No joke. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's like, yeah, listen, yeah. man, I will go pick you up carving board. I will bring it to your place. You know how badly <laughs> I am craving a fucking Thanksgiving sandwich right now? It has been so long, and my fix has not been filled for a very long time. <laughs> I, I I think it's open right now, isn't it? Yeah, but that's far from me, bro. Like, that's not... <laughs> yeah. carving board is not close to me. I wish Stacey, it was. Stacey, I'm going to drive 45 minutes for a Thanksgiving sandwich. <laughs> Dude, you'd be the best boyfriend ever if you did that. You want one? No, no, I'm good, man. I'm I'll get you one. Oh dear! Did you get a did, so, you, did you get a PS5? Fuck no, man. Why do you think I was five minutes late to this taping? I was trying to get one, and I was like, man, I gotta record this episode. I can't try to get a PS5. So Josh, the guy that does our George Lucas, is on it. He's gonna try. Did you get an Xbox X or whatever it's called? No, I'm not gonna do uh, both. I heard that one's already got like. Um, issues with its components or something they always have yeah it's not a, it's not about that dude like it's about getting something that no one else has so you can be like oh you don't got that joint <laughs> won't even touch it no i, I want to get i, I pre-ordered my miles morales uh, spider-man even though i probably won't play it for a while i told but... you sarah does a voice in that right no sarah's a voice in that oh wow oh exciting okay so That's very cool I don't want to spoil it. We'll just see if you notice it. But she gets to do maybe the the coolest thing you can do without being like a main character. Awesome. I'm going to be paying attention very closely when I start. Kritzia too. Oh, nice. Kritzia. Our friend Kritzia. I don't know if Cisco's met Kritzia, but Kritzia, they they both do the same like kind of roles in it. And I was Uh like, oh my gosh, did you get to say blankety blank? And she was like, I did. And I was like, oh, that's the (laughs) coolest that's such a fun thing to get to do. So I'll probably pick that game up this week. Uh, I just did really order because I wanted the Into the Spider Verse uh, pre-order costume so bad. Oh, do you have, do you have to pre-order it to get to the Into the Spider Verse costume? That's what it said. I mean, who knows? You know, they always end up making everything available eventually. But the thing yeah. said uh, to get the costume, it was part of the pre-order. So I don't know. Yeah, I think. Uh, I'll probably go. Uh, I'll probably just wait till I get it on PS5. I never, I didn't even beat the the first one. And that you know first what? Game's great. This is the interesting thing that I was excited about event for you know for the future for me is that um, when you buy the digital version for the PS4, it also gives you the digital version for PS5. That's why. That's, I, that's awesome. why. I, that's what I did with uh, Tony Hawk's Tony Pro Hawk? Skater. That's why I was. Yeah, like, yeah I was. Why am I going to get it if it's coming? But yeah. Yeah, so I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So, you know, I will end up getting a PS5 eventually. I'm not in a rush to it, but... Um, I'm stoked to play Tony Hawk fi- uh, Tony Hawk on the PS5 because you know that thing's going to... It's going to run so well, and it'll definitely have, like, some type of gr- uh, fidelity upgrade. Um, yeah, man, I'm pretty excited. I know that, um, you know, I'll get one when I get one. It It's weird. Like, I got all caught up in it today. Everyone started talking about it. I was like... God, I need one. I need one. I started freaking out again. And then now that I'm, I'm missing it, I'm like, oh man, it's probably for the best that I'm not slamming my head against the hype train trying to buy this thing when I'll be able to walk into a Best Buy the first week of January and just grab one. Like it won't be. Yeah. It won't be hard. So, man, I just I really like feeling included. When I don't <laughs> feel included, mm, that FOMO is kicking in. It's all good. FOMO, buddy. I. I text Josh FOMO right now just to remind him, hey, don't forget to buy my PS5. Buddy, you're still rad. It's okay. 
Cody's working on the art for this episode right now. So nice. that's how you Dude, know this is say, happening. I got to say, I'm very proud of you boys. It's just been like repetition, repetition, just putting stuff out, putting stuff out. We got Cody working. This feels good. I like it. <laughs> what Staying else is on going tapped. on this what else is going on this week, dude? Uh, brief Star Wars news. We got the, you know, those Star, Star Wars archives books. They're those really thick, like $300 books. Yeah, there's they a, have a Disney archive. They yeah. do, like, the archive. So books. there's a new Star Wars one coming out from 1999 to 2005. In it, George Lucas has revealed uh, his original plan for the sequel trilogy. Originally, Darth Maul was to still be around and be the godfather of sort of the crime world. Uh, and he's got his uh, apprentice that he's trained, a female um, Sith named Darth Talon, who he describes as being the sort of Vader of the trilogy sequel. And then he says that, you know, Leia is the chosen one. Um, there's some other stuff in there that seemed to be, you know, whenever I briefly poke my head into our Star Wars sandbox, um, this seemed to be, take up quite a bit of news this week. Um, do you guys, are you clamoring for George Lucas's original plan? No, but I do like the idea that <laughs> I've always loved the idea that Leia is the chosen one, though. I, I've loved that idea ever since the first time I heard it. I don't remember when, but um, I like that they allude to it in the um, from a certain point of view book. And uh, I just always dig when there's like Leia is the the chosen one. Um, references happening because she's just she's such a great character and to like build her up in that way is a really really cool thing i think yeah he said that basically just like the original star wars trilogy focused on luke the sequel trilogy would have completely focused on leia um he basically says the movies are about how leia you know who else is it going to be who else is going to be the leader it's it's her trying to rebuild the republic and luke is trying to restart the jedi um he basically and i think all of those things that were mentioned like could be cool but i also think that it i mean maybe he just this, this wasn't in his purview during that time but like there has to be like a young next generation building up the resistance or you know right. whatever going forward so it's it, it's got to be sort of like the best of both worlds i don't know i i love what we got um i'm not that into like what george lucas thinks it should have been or what he would have done. It's like whatever in my opinion, but you know, yeah, I'd love yeah. to hear it. And I'll be honest with you in reading this and I, you know, it could be wrong, but in, in the article I read, it sounds to me like he was ready to do this after, um, this, the, the prequels were just coming out or something. And then he had a kid or something and just was like, it takes X amount of time to do and kind of give up on it. But, um, yeah. I don't know, Alex, any thoughts? I mean, you know, I don't, I don't like being negative about Star Wars. I'm really trying to it's all good. Ad adjust my mentality. This just, I would not have, I would have seen this and I would have been like, oh, cool. But this sounds like way more for the sweatiest of sweaties than yeah. it is for my level well, of fandom. And, and like, again, now, I will also say this though, to, to sort of like backtrack a little bit. If it came out back in you know, the early two thousands, then, you know, the world was a different place and we were, you know, and the, the, the cast was in a different space. And so like, maybe that would have worked back then. You know what I mean? They would have been way younger. Um, and so maybe you can do that back then, but it's even still, it's just like, 
you, it doesn't sound that long ago when you say like 2005, but it's a long time ago. It's a long <laughs> fucking time ago. Yeah. You yeah. Know what I mean? Here's sure. what I'll say. I don't, I don't know that I would want three more movies in the tone and style of the prequels. What I love about the sequel trilogy is that they feel like an evolution of star Wars specifically tone, right? Like in storytelling, they feel very quick. They feel very like sort of modern in their pacing. Some people probably don't like that. I, I think it's good that they feel like a fun, fast paced Marvel meet star Wars. I think they feel modern. And I, I, I just know how I feel about the prequels. I love them, but a lot of the things that I don't like about them, it would be like just hearing like Darth Talon and Leia and Darth Maul's back as a criminal. I was like, Oh yeah, I don't know that that just probably wouldn't have been for me. I'm sure there are some people that heard that and just lost their mind, just went banana pancakes for it. Like they couldn't wait. But for me, nah, I, I like what we got, except for the rise of Skywalker. I like what we got. If we would have gotten Leia as the chosen one in 2005, I would have been fucking all over it, dude. I would have been like, this is fucking rad. 100%. Would have seen her doing some cool shit. And, you know, obviously it probably wouldn't have been as amazing as some of the, f- the fight sequences that we got in the ultimate sequel uh, trilogy. But, you know, I think it would have been cool to see her wielding a saber in like a significant way and doing some cool shit. So it's always, whatever. it's a bummer because. You know, I think had Carrie not unfortunately passed away, I think The Rise of Skywalker would be a very different movie, right? I think that's one of the issues with The Rise of Skywalker is they did an incredible job with what they had with Carrie, but they ended up having to lean on this weird sort of like Han Solo scene in the middle to sort of get Kylo Ren back into his Ben Solo pants. Well, and. In- the sequel trilogies weren't about them. You know what I mean? It wasn't about, yeah, true. it wasn't about, um, Luke, Leia and Han anymore. So, true. and that's okay. Yeah, that is okay. Steve, what else is going on in the news? Please don't be star Wars. I got a migraine, man. It's not star Wars, <laughs> man. Um, just kidding. just kidding. A couple weeks ago, Alex, you texted me and was like, Hey man, uh, would you happen to be down to go in on possibly renting a movie theater to see tenant? It's like hundred bucks. The two or three of us could go. Um, we still would do that. By the still way, still do that. Well, it, AMC is following suit with Cinemark and Alamo. Uh, today, AMC announced that you can now book and reserve um, entire theater auditoriums for old movies or new movies. Old movies will be starting at ninety nine dollars for the theater. Uh, you can take up to twenty of your friends with you. Uh, newer movies um, that, like for instance, you know, Tenet, let's say, would be like uh, one forty nine ninety nine. Um, unfortunately in our area, you can't do Burbank in Los Angeles. I was going to say, cause I'm looking at, I just launched the app and none of them are available. So what's no. the point of this news? I'm just saying, it's, why are you trying to torture me? Oh, buddy, buddy. I'm just saying that AMC is finally, you know, following the path and what's you know? next. You're going to tell me you got a PS five. Do you just bought for me? Oh, <laughs> uh, just fucking stay kidding, rad. man. Staying rad, man. Just staying rad. You know, it's okay. Uh. It's okay. Yeah. We actually looked into this for, for my birthday. We were going to 
you know, Stacey had found this news and was looking into it. And then, you know, unfortunately, none of the theaters in our area were available. But I, I mean, it's a step forward in the right direction, right? It's like, you know, this is like step one into getting back into theaters. It might not be like, it's not going to be the same experience initially and all that kind of stuff. But it's still like getting your fix for certain things. Like we would have done, if we could have done it, we would have done Nightmare Before Christmas, which was being offered for 20 people and it would have been my family her family and like the the couple of friends who have been taking this thing seriously and were comfortable enough to be able to join us to be able to do it and so you know i i was very excited for that and when it didn't happen i was bummed but you know i think it'll happen slowly but surely and you know we'll we'll get there i'm not gonna lie i'd pay 100 bucks just to sit in a movie theater by myself and watch a movie yeah, dude. I mean, I would do it with you guys for sure, man. And I think I, I would do I, it every week. Yeah. For a, for at this point, truly, if like the three of us were like, "Fuck it, let's each put in, you know, thirty bucks and go watch Ghostbusters." Fuck yeah. At this point, I am doing nothing <laughs> every day. I would. I I don't care what it is. I just want to go to the movies. I just really want to go to the movies. So Isn't it bad. funny? Like I and I 100 percent agree with you. And like a couple of weeks ago, I was like, I wouldn't pay 30 bucks to see fucking Mulan <laughs> in my house, but I would do it to go see Ghostbusters. And but it's just it's so different, man. Like I don't have a giant cinematic experience in my house and whatever. Anyway, but yes, I would do it. And if when the time comes, I will fucking go see uh Airbud with you guys in the theater. I don't care what it is. Beethoven I just want to go to the second. fucking theater. All right, like guys. I want to get in and out burger. I want to sneak it in and I want to go to the sneak theater. it in. <laughs> I made a hundred dollars to come here. I'll bring my own food. Thank you. I wonder if uh, I wonder because AMC's really there. They get freaky about that. Oh man. I I wonder if you gain the like I rented the theater. What the fuck are you talking about? Bring my coffee. Can't bring me. in. I'm bringing outside. Yeah. though. you can't bring outside food drinks. I'm not eating your COVID I'm ass like, popcorn. I'm like, I'm like your coffee sucks. It's 9 a.m. on a Sunday and I'm catching a movie. Let me bring my own coffee. Yeah, let me go <laughs> grab a big ass large cup and get my COVID all over it on your fucking. You're like mixing Coke machines. Like, oh, I want lemon lime fucking mellow yellow Dr Pepper. Bleep 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 bleep. <laughs> Like, come on, dude. Don't get that COVID all over my hands. I believe that's called the dots flavor. <laughs> yeah, do they have cool. mellow yellow at the theater? Yeah. Fuck yeah, they do. Yeah, I get bro. diet mellow yellow. I either get a bottle of water and junior mints or I get diet mellow yellow and popcorn. Nice. <laughs> nice. I'm going to go. I'm what movies. you like to call awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's called rad. rad. It's rad. Yeah, rad. rad. That's what we like to call rad. Uh, I, got, uh, I got some not so rad news last week. You know, I, I, I did the, you know, I let everyone know after the fact that Mr. Sean Connery passed away. Unfortunately, we lost Mr. Jeopardy, Alex Trebek, this week. Uh, he lost his battle to pancreatic cancer. Rest in peace, Mr. Trebek. Um, I don't know about you guys. I've watched a little bit of uh, Jeopardy in quarantine. I am not a Jeopardy guy. Okay. I'm not a Jeopardy guy either, but I fucking love Alex Trebek. All right. I'll say yeah. that, man. I I never was like, oh, I have to watch Jeopardy. But with the times that I did watch it, I liked it. And I love watching clips of him being funny and glib and like just like sarcastic on on, on YouTube. So um, I love you know, that clip where she says nerdcore hip hop. <laughs> and he goes, dude, that's great. Losers. No, I like oh. I like when he uh <laughs> He has a it's a whole like football category and none of the three contestants know 
a single thing about football and he's just like trying to play through it, you know, like going through all the <laughs> questions. It's just like super funny. Um, yeah, man. It, I think um, it's a, it's a testament to that dude's fortitude that he was able to make it this long, you know, pancreatic yeah. cancer is no joke. Yeah. And um, we've lost he, a lot of really great people to pancreatic. Steve jobs was pancreatic cancer. Yeah. Yep. Pancreatic cancer is no joke. Yeah. And, uh, but you know, he never, he never quit fighting. Dude, he that worked. dude was recording. That dude was record. That dude recorded episodes two weeks ago. Yeah. So he was working basically up until he, it was, he couldn't anymore. And, um, yeah, man, I think, uh, that dude's a legend for a reason, you know? And, uh, I love the, um, the clip of the kid who has like 2000 bucks and he bets, 1995 just to say that he loves him he's like yeah. we love you alex now quite literally he would have left that show with two thousand dollars if he had written zero but it was worth it to him to leave with five dollars just to be able to tell alex trebek that he loves him yeah that's pretty amazing stuff that's right. yeah and that was recorded i think like right when the, they found right when he announced it yeah right after he announced it yeah wow. like Imagine and, that. And he actually, you could tell that he got choked up during that moment. Because he knows. He was like, this kid just spent $1,900 to tell me that. Yeah. yeah. Like it was worth it to him. And it absolutely, that, that that is such a G move. That's just like, it goes to show you that when you're a good person, we're going to get into, I know I can see the next piece of news, but like when you're a good person in the entertainment business and when you do the, you just live a really good rad life. I'm, I'm wherever he is. He's, he's comfortable. It's funny because I saw, you know, we lost Regis Philman a couple months ago, and I just saw a thing, and there was another person that I'm forgive me, I can't remember that was a TV guy, but they were like, can, like they need to add up the amount of hours of entertainment and television between Regis and Alex Trebek because it would just be like almost infinite how many hours of television those guys have done. Oh, it's probably a good hundred thousand hours. It's insanity of TV. Um, this next, this next one's like I'm not I, gonna lie. This is a wild card, Steve. This is a wild card. It is, but I thought it could be, I don't know, funny. Um, so Jeffrey Tubin, for those of you that don't know, uh, he is a. You might see him as a pundit on CNN a lot. He writes for New York Times. He was a writer for the New Yorker. He's a constitutional law like. Um, wizard he wrote the book for the the famous oj uh the trial against oj simpson book that became the fx series a couple years ago um I, I i mainly put this story because i worked on a show a couple years ago where i had to pull interview bites from all kinds of people talking about subjects and cut it together and jeffrey tubin was one of them and i didn't really know a lot about him before then and i was like wow this guy gives great answers he knows a lot like i there was something about him but then i looked into him and like you know, he may not have been the most honest guy in his relationships, like whatever, none of my business. But more importantly, he was doing prep for the election night <laughs> with his uh -huh. uh, his coworkers via Zoom uh, at the I think it was the New Yorker or CNN. I don't know. Anyways, uh, he didn't realize he had his Zoom off. And um, he proceeded to after a little meeting on Zoom, proceeded to pleasure himself Um while his Zoom coworkers got to watch. Um, I really don't care really too much about being Jeff Jim. The reason I bring this up is something I don't understand. <laughs> like, 
Wait, wait, hold on though. I need the specifics here. So he forgot to leave the meeting and he punched one out <laughs> or did he punch one out while on the Zoom call? That's very those are two very so, different things. The way that he I thought, read it. He thought that he had left the meeting. So and then According he punched him, one he out. He thought he had muted the screen and muted like the thing and everyone had like kind of Okay, left. that but that's different. Oh, that's he thought he had muted the screen. That's different. Listen, man. I think uh, old dudes in technology is just it's Don't a landmine. It's just landmines, bro. At left and right. How also too <laughs> I'm like, going, uh, like I'm the youngest guy here, which and, and I mean this respectfully. That means by science, I have the most testosterone pumping through my body at any given moment. I don't know if that's how that works. I have, yeah, okay. I think it is. I think, it, no, you lose testosterone as you age. I'm not saying you guys don't have testosterone. Relax. Just let me get to the point. I've never felt the need to jerk off during a Zoom session. Like, I've never been so no. fucking horned up. So, um, the other day, um, I have these pair of jeans that, you know, everyone has a pair of jeans where, like, the zipper, for whatever reason, just always goes down. I don't know about you guys. For me, I have a pair of jeans that, like, the fly just always seems to just go down. Sure, sure. Um, the fly always goes down. Sure, I came Jeffrey in uh, after our interview with Matt. <laughs> I came in. And All right, I Anthony Wiener, calm said, down. Said, Whatever you say. I, I checked in on my wife, and she was like, hey, what are you doing, selling hot dogs? Because my zipper was down. And I just <laughs> I just looked down, and I went, oh, no, I just got off a Zoom call. And it took her, like, 30 seconds and then clicked, and she, like, got the biggest laugh. And I felt really clever with my silly, lame joke. Um I don't, I don't ever have the inclination to jerk off after I've been on a video call. I don't even um, feel the inclination to like turn it off and then rush back <laughs> to a safe distance <laughs> to jerk it. Like nothing about a Zoom call is sexy, unless you're like, I mean, a Zoom call is not sexy. Like I understand, like yeah, there is there are cam girls and there are the internet has figured out a way to make the webcam sexy, but. If I had to take a guess, I'd say Jeffrey Jeffrey Tubin is just a creep. <laughs> I think yeah, it's that thing, simple. Here's the other thing that I would say is that um in 2020, you know, there's like a I think there's like right? a new version of uh don't shit where you eat. It's like you don't need to use your computer to jerk off. Use your phone, dude. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm saying. It's almost like he I, that's why I'm going, I think he was starting off before the call got over with. Oh, I think like it's what, safe to like say one of, that he one of was, his co he was he was inspired by one of his was, coworkers. Is that what you're he trying was to say? Mid stride, something. But I'm <laughs> this just dude like, was how? already in stride. Oh man, I think this is a fucking crazy story. But you know, I think uh, it's pretty funny. I think that you know, technology right now is this is just like because of the situation that we're in, where it's rife for these kinds of hilarious situations to happen to these 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 people, and uh, I'm here for it. Keep but that, it, but keep like it coming. Not the Let's same get rid of like, more of these old these old dudes that don't need to be. But they uh, all uh, act like they all act like they just like hit reply all on a company email, and it was like, "Oh my bad, I'm sorry." It's the like, same wait, thing, no, dude. It's like not. It, it's it is. I mean, <laughs> in a way, around your ankles. No, no like, but like ten years ago, if you replied all to somebody, uh, replied all to like the whole company, and you said some shit that you didn't want to see said, you get fired. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just as bad. It, it's just it's the 2020 version. Oh, I think it's terrible. Uh, but I'm just going. I don't. I I just have a hard time understanding how a if is if if he was intentional and his coworkers were watching. Like I personally, I just don't understand how he even got it up. Secondly, like 
how are you sitting and just like clicking a mute button after being on a company? It'd be like me, like we're talking and whatnot, literally seconds after it's quote unquote ended, I'm on Pornhub just standing up and going to town. Yeah, that's what I just don't understand. It's like what I, I don't without understanding the logistics, I can't make a proper opinion. Or is it a time like, management thing? Because he's just a busy guy. Is he like is he like is he like Matthew McConaughey in Wolf of Wall Street, where he's just like, hey man, listen, you got to get it, you got to get it done twice a day at least, once before lunch, and once or no, once when you get up in the morning, and then once after lunch, you just got to just to get through the day, you got to do it. Yeah, I wonder if like. I mean, either way, he got fired and he deserves to get fired. Now, I'm wondering if logistically, if he was intending to like quickly click out because he's like, I just I'm I'm fucking rock hard and I got to take care of this and I got another call in like 15 or if he like is a creep and he was like, you know, prime in the engine and then the moment like the call ended, he's like, oh, yeah. And then everybody saw it. Like, I just don't. Yeah, I don't know. There's gonna be a, anyways, there's gonna be a great SBU episode anyways, about it. He was fired. Uh, <laughs> he was fired from the New, he was fired. He was fired from the New Yorker uh, after Good. 27 years. Uh, currently, CNN hasn't made any comment. He's currently asked for some a leave of absence to deal with a personal matter. So, uh, oh, Jeff, I wonder what that could be. Good yeah, luck, it's Jeffrey. personal matter. Good I luck. think you've had enough personal matters today, Jeffrey <laughs> Tubin. You had enough personal matters to last you a couple of months. Oh, dear. Also, too, like, I hope he has masturbation PTSD. <laughs> Every time he goes to masturbate, he's like, like, looks at all the cameras. Like, in his Louis. House. He's got to be the one dude that has to, like, go back to VHS tapes. He's like, I can't use any kind of technology. I can't no, use, like, my phone or computer not anymore. Even tapes. It's, it's all. He's like, it's just, it's just not anymore. It's not, just, no, it's, it's not even that it's anymore. Just, it's not even that go. anymore. It's all just up here. It's all just up here in the bank. That's <laughs> it. Bank, That's huh? the safest place, man. In the shower the bank. only. The in bank. The shower Up in the bank, in the shower, locked bathroom door. That's 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 it for life crying, for him. Crying himself through it. <laughs> he's like, this is what I've been reduced to. Oh, well, hey, hey, yeah. He's a creep. He should be fired. That's that. Like, oh, we can really make it fun of him, but he's a creep, oh, and dear. he should be fired. Oh, dear. So, uh, hey, as soon guys. as we get off this call, though, I want to let you guys know I am going to punch it super <laughs> fucking hard. I'm going to stay on. It, I'm, gonna stay. I'm not logging out just in case I get it. <laughs> Sorry, Patty. Oh, dear. Uh, hey, guys, last piece of news. Joe Biden is the uh, president-elect. Just wanted to throw that out there. He is the president-elect. Despite what some people might tell you, Joe Biden is going to be the next president of the United States. I love that it's just like quite literally, let's just yell, no, you're not until January and then go away. <laughs> like it's so silly. It's just silliness. I can't hear uh, you. Yeah. I can't hear you. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited. I think that uh, I know that I personally felt a a level of relief when that happened. Not that anything has really changed, like, technically, but it is nice to feel that maybe uh, I won't have to have a personal meltdown every single day when I feel like just like insanity is happening around me that nobody else seems to, well, not nobody else, but only a select group of people seem to care about. So, uh, you know, we don't get political on the show, but I'm glad that the guy that I voted for won. <laughs> I'm looking forward to, um, in politics, not being something that I think about every all day, day every day anymore. Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, other than that, I am anticipating um, with bated breath to see what happens. <laughs> I guess that's all I can say at this point. Yeah, uh, I'm excited, I, but I'm also uh, um, reserved, I guess. Yeah. Let's just see what happens. Let's just get to January 1st. Like, I don't want to get January, January 20th. I meant January 1st. Let's get there oh, first. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah, we'll, uh, yeah. I, I was like, oh, that sounded like I meant January 1st. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, Steve, chime in, and then let's let's get off this and get on to our next thing so we can continue Nothing. to stay I just, I just meant to say Joe Biden is president-elect, and uh, that's the story. Um, <laughs> Y'all want to get you, hyped? You really ended news this week with a Jeffrey Tubin jerking off on a hey, man. call on Joe Biden's hey. president's. It's a new day, baby. It's a new day. And with a new day, let's get hyped. What do you say, Alex? Hey, Steve, why don't you say we get hyped on Chapter 10, The Passenger? All right. Chapter 10, The Passenger, Mandalorian, Episode 2, Season 2 has come out. Who all seen it? I've seen it. I saw I've seen it. it. I also uh, have thoughts I, before we get into like, I mean, I don't know how you want to do this because we didn't get to talk about, I didn't get to talk about episode Chime in on your thoughts nine. on the first one. Say what you thought of the first episode. So I liked it. Cool. Okay. And I also, before we even start the discussion, I do have an opinion about some things that were discussed about the episode nine when you guys talked about it without me. Sure. Okay. I forgot we even talked about it. Okay. <laughs> so my only thought is this. I do think it's sort of a mistake to compare it to other forms of prestige television, especially ones that are meant for adults only, right? So specifically talking about Game of Thrones, talking about Breaking Bad. I mean, those shows are produced with a very different narrow audience in mind and comparing this show that is on a platform that is obviously meant for all ages and families is somewhat of a mistake. I do a hundred percent agree with Ash's contention that it is a live action Saturday morning cartoon. And I don't, I've never expected more from it in, in uh, just in my personal opinion. Um, and so in that regard, I have never really been too let down by it there are episodes from the first season that i wasn't a big fan of but um so far i've been entertained by the first two episodes i liked the first episode um i didn't love it yeah obviously i mean but i did have fun with it and um and just i guess in from where i'm coming from i kind of want to like um i don't know what the right word is but sort of like low not lower expectations but like manage expectations differently when it comes to this kind of show i don't know if that makes sense to you guys i think it makes sense i think maybe i did a bad job because i think i i probably had the most comparisons to sort of modern narrative television i think it's important to know i'm not talking specifically about like i don't expect it to be the tone of those shows like obviously i don't want mandalorian to be the tone of breaking bad the tone of game of thrones the tone of these adult shows I mostly just mean like I want to care about the story that's happening from week to week. And I feel like I care about the characters, 
and I care about the end goal, but I don't particularly care about the details that are getting me there right now. Right. So like, I don't, I don't even remember what his name was named Cobb Vanth or Cobb yeah. Vance. Vanth, yeah. Like Vanth. I don't even remember anything that he did other than the fact that he had Boba Fett's armor on and that Timothy Oliphant's handsome. Like, and I think that's kind of more what I'm saying. I would just, I was just saying, I hope that the, I would love it if each episode felt like they really put, I just am not feeling like there's a lot of effort put into the individual stories in a way that some of these other shows do. But I think I, go ahead, I understand. Go ahead. I understand what you're saying. And I think that that comes from a, a hope that the, it would, it's basically like a 10 hour movie, you know, yeah. like, like how other shows do it, you know what yeah. I mean? Where it's like, there's a thorough line that goes from point A totally. to point B. 100%. And, and I think that this show for better or for worse is being produced more like a uh, clone wars or Rebels. 100%. So, and I think that from, you're a thousand percent, right? I, I, I yeah. And I, I don't disagree with you on anything you've said, Cisco. I think for me personally, with where I am personally at with my, let's just say my star Wars fandom and sort of what I'm looking to fill my individual void right now is my taste right now is less like the clone wars and looking for something that maybe I feel like I missed out on in rise of Skywalker. And so I think that's where my, maybe my little biasness of where personally I'm, I'm, it's not fulfilling me a hundred percent is coming from. And that's, that, that's just me and that's on me. Um, but I also like I, I my personal thing is also kind of agreeing with with Alex though is that for what I'm looking for right now is um I, I guess something more adult and that's I have to take into account that that's not what the show is intended for. Yeah, I think it's I think you're a thousand percent right, Cisco. They're doing exactly what they want to do. I don't think it's like they're wanting this to be Stranger Things or they're wanting this to be Game of, Game Thrones. of Thrones or Watchmen. Like, I don't think they want that. I, and, you know, maybe I, hopefully I didn't do a, uh, hopefully I didn't portray that, that I feel that they should shift to be what I want it to be. I just am coming to the realization that like, oh, okay, cool. I'm going to watch these episodes on Thursday at midnight. And I'm going to forget about them the next day and I'm going to have fun with them. And that's going to be that like, they're going to be a quick thing for me and I'll move on. That's just me. Right. It'd be and different for anybody else. To, to be fair, just to follow up on that is that I, I'm not necessarily necessarily saying this as a response to like what you were saying. I, I think that your uh, issues with the show are, are something that other people voice as well. So it's, I'm not saying that they're yeah. not valid or, you know, not coming from a genuine place. Um, because going into this season in between, I, I said a lot of the same things that you guys were saying, which is that I would like to see them get away from like a monster of the week or like an activity of the week type thing. And, you know, get into more of a sort of like cohesive storytelling throughout the, the episodes in a way that other shows have done it. But I'm starting to like, I just come, I guess come to the realization and acceptance of that. That's, not really what this show can be you know what i mean yeah if, if what their goal is and i mean certainly it makes sense for it to be this their goal to be to reach as wide a possible a wide as possible an audience on a platform that appeals to or, or that is marketed towards 
children for the most part. You know what I mean? Um, it's not surprising, I guess, is, is more so where, where I'm coming from is that like I'm not as sort of shocked or uh, let down by the fact that it's and it's and it's been a recent acceptance, in my opinion, you know, where, uh, for me. Um or just after watching the first episode, I was like, oh, okay, so this is, I guess, what this show is going to be. You know, For I mean? sure. And we'll segue this into the second episode because yeah. I think I kind of came to that realization on the second episode. Okay. So I watched the second episode and I went, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't really find myself being... I think part of it, too, was a little bit of like the Boba Fett reveal. At the end of the first episode, I just sort of went like, okay, cool. So that's what this show is going to do. Every season premiere, it's going to have a big cliffhanger ending, and that's going to kind of be drip-fed to me throughout the episode. And I think when this second episode started, there was no Boba Fett to be found. There was a part of me that was like, I know that the last week I was just saying I really wish this was a through-line story, but now I'm kind of glad that like there's stuff to look forward to, even if I'm not looking forward to the specific arcs of each episode. So I really liked the second episode. I actually liked it much more than the first one. I've, yeah. And I know that's a controversial take. A lot of people are like, this shit's wacky with the bugs and the spiders and the frog lady. For me, dude, I thought this shit was hilarious. And funny. I thought it was super funny too. Oh, I'm sorry, not to interrupt you, yeah, but yeah, I no, agree with yeah. you. I think it was very wacky too. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, I dug it because of that. So this one felt way more like a rebels clone wars episode to me. This, this episode felt like, through and through like a Saturday morning cartoon. See, I don't know that. And it I'm felt, not it saying that in like, a bad way. I know, but it didn't feel like a Saturday morning cartoon to me. I just felt it like just every, felt like I a scene like, from a Star Wars movie, like extended. that would normally be cut up. Yeah, yeah, maybe like it, they were normally interrupted by a bunch of other shit. You're just seeing it all. I don't know. I just felt row. like it was beat for beat, like cartoon, like half hour, twenty minute cartoon, just I mean, longer. I think that, yeah. you know, the, <laughs> I think I know what you're saying. And I think that it's, it has to do with, um, Mando being the like, no, don't do that to baby yeah. or to the child. You know what I mean? And him like being a sneaky little mischievous guy eating eggs and the sort of like the language miscommunications happening and, you know, the running away from a monster, which I, I mean, they, they all looked rad and stuff. Oh, it and, all looked great. Yeah. I love the way yeah. the frog ran. Oh, I love I that. That was like, I, I thought mean, that, was that was great, great where she was running you know? upright and then going into springing. I thought that was really I, cool. I loved it when she was chilling in the, the sauna in the spider yeah, cave. Like, I thought that was funny. You know, <laughs> I think my favorite part was when she hacked the droid yeah. and talked to him through the droid. I was, yeah. that's what actually, that's actually the really the only part that I thought was awesome. That's the my favorite part of any Mando episode yeah. this season so far. Is, I thought the chase was kind of cool. You know, the, yeah, them getting chased by the X wings. I thought that was pretty cool for you know. And again, they're they're working on a on a different kind of budget, but they're able to pull off some pretty cool visual things. Yeah, I thought it was so cool when it held on that profile shot of him and they weren't talking, and then the X wings just went into attack position. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you if you're a hardcore Star Wars nerd, you're like, uh-oh. You know, like yeah. you know, oh shit, they're locking S foils, baby. Woo! Yeah, he's like, he's like, hey, would you mind uh, switching over to channel two? And then you're like, uh-oh, it's about to go down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought that was awesome. I think I think that this episode was fun. You had a little cameo from our boy Dave 
My Filoni has a first name. It's D-A-V-E. My Filoni has a first name. It's D-A-V-E. My Filoni has a second name. It's F-I-O-N-I. <laughs> or I don't know how to say that. That's not how you spell it. F-I-L-O-N-I. Filoni. Uh, yeah, I thought it was really fun. I'm once again excited. My guess would be is that this third episode is going to be your beefy one. I think we're going to get some... Do we know who's directing it already? I don't know. Favreau did how many this season? Uh, Just the one. Just the first. He only one. directed one this season. Peyton Reed directed the second episode. Yeah. Yeah. But he wrote, but he also, but uh, it said written by Favreau. So yeah, Favreau wrote, wrote at wrote least all like of them. Yeah, he wrote a lot of them. Um, uh, we got John Favreau. Uh, let's see. Oh, you know what? It's not showing me uh, which, which. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We don't need to. There's already they are everyone listening this already knows. Probably. And we'll find out tomorrow night anyway. Yeah, we're gonna find out tomorrow night. <laughs> uh I, I hope it's I hope that uh the, the trend continues and I keep uh keep liking these episodes because I'm really very much enjoying them. Um, especially since I don't have movies to go to. Maybe uh tomorrow I'll throw the screen up in the backyard and watch Mando in the backyard and maybe try and scratch that movie theater itch. Now this leads me to a se- sort of a second thought, and it's not Star Wars related or Mando related. But um, does it have to do with Mr. Holland's Opus? No. Oh, damn! Yeah. Solid. But movie. seeing seeing what we've gotten so far from Mando, which is correct me if I'm wrong, but the only original um, content. Oh, I on, forgot to put this well, in the news. Uh, the original uh, narrative content. Narrative content on Disney Plus, right? Right. I'm super curious what the tone. Is gonna be for WandaVision now. Because that seems like it's gonna be different. You know what I mean? Like it's gonna be more adult or more at least like maybe not adult, but at least like young adult or you know, geared towards teenagers or something. I don't know. I mean, we're gonna see, but everything that we've seen so far looks cool and a little dark. I will say I'll be really surprised if WandaVision is individual episodes. That'll all be an arced story no yeah i think you're you're right yeah. but i'm also more curious about like what the tone is going to be like you know for the entire series you know what i mean like is it uh mass audience driven or um you know geared towards that or is it going to be more like hey listen these are our hardcore comic book nerds we're going to try and appeal to them i mean i think they're probably going to feel like the movies in a sense Right. Like I think the Marvel movies for a hardcore comic book nerd have their moments. And then for the casual superhero movie lover, you can just plug right in. Yeah. And love it. I think it's going to probably feel probably like the movies. And I mean, I hope they do because I'll tell you what, I'm like I said, just to keep reiterating the theme, I'm bummed. I wish I was seeing Marvel movies this month. It's November. So I, I hope this show. I hope the show is good. Excuse me. I just burped. I, uh, into the I, I'll microphone. be honest with you. I feel like this show would be, you know, Amber's not a big Marvel movie fan. I think she's seen maybe the first Iron Man back in the day and she's Blade. She Blade and she's seen Doctor Strange and she likes Doctor <laughs> Blade, Strange. Blade, Doctor Strange, and but, X-Men um, 3. No and, Spider-Man and, movies. No, and she's seen like the, the recent Spider-Man movies, but like none of the major like MCU or anything. And I feel like everything I've seen from this show would be a very easy act early, uh, easy entrance point for her to maybe yeah. dive a little bit into the MCU. All you'll need to do is just give her a little primer on who vision and Wanda are, and then you'd be good to go. 
you know. But yeah, I hope it's good. When does it come out? It's funny. I'm looking for it right now. I think November this month, it. right? I thought it was supposed to be November. Maybe yeah, I think it is November. It's at some point. I don't know. Yeah, pretty soon we're going to be getting premiere, like it's scheduled to premiere in December. Oh, December. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, we've got a little bit of ways to go. Something to do over Christmas break when we're inevitably not doing anything. Uh, yeah, I think we I think we kept that pretty rad. I think we yeah. can all agree that chapter two was fun. Yeah, man. Cisco liked chapter one a little bit more than we did, but I think I'm coming around. You know, the, the month of rad keeps going, and I'm going to try to be as rad as possible, especially when it comes to my Star Wars. <laughs> right? <laughs> Keeping yeah. it rad, baby. Keeping it rad. Hey, Cisco, if the people want to find you online, where can they find you? Cisco, Cisco Kid with 2D77 on Instagram and Twitter. Steve, where can people find you? They can find me on Twitter at Rex Manning and look me up with all my terrible hot takes on the letterbox. You can find me at Alex underscore Backus on Twitter or at Alex Backus on Instagram. And you can check me out on Letterbox where I told you I did it. Check out my review for Mr. Holland's Opus. A beautiful, beautiful movie. Beautiful. With that being said, guys, I'll see you next week on Black Series Rebels. Rebels.